0: How long was
1: that
2: DA? How long was he in office? when this happened to Rudy? He's been in the office 50, 52 years.
1: 52
2: years. 52 years. You know, he was connected in the way that he had power for so long. 52, you know, and power can corrupt people. And absolute power can absolutely corrupt you. Right, yes. you have unfettered power for a long period of time. You just don't feel like you got to do nothing but sit up and just be powerful, right? But the thing which really um, strikes me about your story is that when the DA changed, right, we had to keep all the tools in the in the yes. tool straight up. We can vote in people who see our way. We got to hold people accountable when we can't hold them accountable, we vote if they don't want to be accountable, vote their asses out and vote somebody in who will do what we want them to do. We have that power y'all and what we're hearing from this evening is, is Oscar. Mr. Oscar is using his power for his family and to get justice for his son. Good evening, everybody. It's Roxanne Johnson here. My son's name is Jamal Byrd. He was killed by um, D.C. Metropolitan Police October the 1st, 2019. I'm here again with my lovely co-host. Hey, Latoya, how you doing this evening? What's up, Roxanne? You guys,
1: good evening. My name is Latoya Benson. I am the mother of the beautiful Xavier Hill. Xavier was killed by two DSA troopers, January the 9th, 2021, at the tender age of 18. Uh, mm. Tonight, we are honored to be joined by Mrs. Jordan. You want to go ahead and give an intro of yourself, please? Hi, yes. My name is Sabrina Jordan. I am the proud mother of Jamarco McShann, who was killed by Moraine police officers here in Dayton and uh, october 20th
2: 2017 mm-hmm. thank you for um, joining us this evening sabrina can you tell us a little bit about what happened to your son on that awful day
1: well it started off where like i usually had to be at work at seven and i got a phone call at six fifteen, and um it was from my um son's Girlfriend, his the mother of his child, and she says, "Sabrina, I think Marco, I think the cops shot Marco." And I'm like, "What do you mean? You think they shot him?" And she was like, "I don't know." She's like, "I went out there. They had his car surrounded. He was sleeping in the car with the music going." She said, "I I ran out there told him this is my car, and um that uh you know this is the father of my child. This that and the other." And they pulled a gun at her, told her to go back behind the building. And she kind of little forced, you know, was like, why, why? No, let me, let me wake him up, you know. And they put it in her, aimed that assault weapon at her. She went around the back. She, when she, uh, said as soon as she got around the back, all she heard was pop, pop, pop. Mm -hmm. She called me right away. And, um... When she called me, I was like, in a daze, just woke up getting ready for work. And I'm like, what do you mean you think they shot him? She's like, Sabrina, you got to get out here. You know, so I jumped in my truck, called my daughter, called my kid's father. Like, I'm on my way out here. You know, it's being said that Marco might have been shot by the cops. Get out there. It's just all, it's, it's police cruisers from all over the city, like lights and, you know, it was just crazy. And people all standing out, tape and this, that, and the other. Of course, they wouldn't let me cross that tape. And I just kept begging them. I kept saying, look, is that my son, Jamarco McShan, is that is that him laying back there? They like, man, we can't give you any information, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So what happened was that night, My son went out with his best friends. They went to a club. My son was uh, too uh, drunk to drive. So he asked his other best friend, look, I need you to drive me home. So, of course, he did. And his best friend, of course, had a girlfriend out there in the apartments they lived in. So when he was about to get out the car, he said, you good. He was like, yeah, I'm good, bro. And Marco, my son, loved music. He loves music. He would sit out in front of my house in his car and always just playing music. That's how I knew he was there because he's playing his music. So he's out there in front, which everybody already said out there. They know Marco. They like, oh, he just out there playing his music. So a, a 911 call came in and said it was a car blocking somebody some woman who had to go to work which was a black car so I guess they responded and went out there and when they got out there instead of concentrating on that black car to the left was my son Jamarco's car a gold car and they saw that the music was playing and somebody was in there knocked out so Mm -hmm. once they went and let me tell you, this Ohio is an open carry law. They saw his gun over there on the seat. So automatically now they go into action. Now they don't dismiss this black car already, which, which somebody was in. A young man was sitting in that car and he saw everything. And um so they put the strips down in front of the car, you know, they tried to bang on the window, but, you know, he'd been drinking. He was out of it, you know. Um, so kind of what happened was one of the police officers took the butt of that assault rifle and bashed the window.
0: Hmm.
1: Now my son don't jump, and automatically, you know, that's the, that's the thing. They got, they, they just saw... Uh, I mean, anybody's going to jump. You're going to be startled. It, they, they are. You're startled. You you you've been drinking. You're asleep. So he just mm-hmm. and looks around, and all of a sudden, he's getting fl- uh, you know flooded with bullets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was one cop in the back with a assault rifle, and it was one on the the back of the left passenger side, and all together was like ten or more shots. Mm-hmm okay, just from him being startled, okay, so they, you know, they wanted to say, okay, we saw a gun on the seat, and this is an open carry State, what are, what are you talking about, The yeah. gr- his, his girlfriend already came out there and told y'all, like, look, this is, you know, my kid's father, you know, we live out here, you know, no, no, you know, no, nobody have problems with him like that, you know, but yet and still they went and did, you know, doing their thing. So I get out there. And like I said, one of um, his friends out there was like, come and, um, My sister stay right there in the front. You can see what's going on. So we went through the back door, me and my uh, daughter. And when I stepped out the front door, All you see was these cops with these assault rifles, you know, like they was in Afghanistan or something, you know, like what what are they gearing up for like this? And when I stepped out, I just saw, you know, a body over there covered with a white sheet, you know, and as I'm trying to approach, you know, I'm like, you know, because this ain't my first rodeo. I had a son that in 2013 be killed by uh, gun violence. Yeah, community violence, that's what it was, yeah. But... You know, and so we were just, we had just had a, a visual for him because he mm. he was killed on the 15th of October.
0: Mm.
1: And now five days later, my, my baby son is killed on the 20th mm. by the police. You know, the peace officers that are expected to, you know, protect and serve. So we out there all the rest of the night. I'm trying to get to my son. I'm like, look, just let me go over there to make sure that's him. And, and they like, they got the, the, the weapons in front of me. Like, you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I had to watch the corners come, pick him up, put him in that damn, um that bag. And then put him into the uh, into the coroner's car. Mm-hmm. That you know, and I'm standing there and I'm like, "Damn, is this the this is this the respect we get? I mean, what what type of respect is this? You know, well, I'm seeing, you know, I think oftentimes too, we all we, a lot of time we talk about the approach how, how they talk to us um, when it comes to mental health, right? Um, if your son is in the car, he's asleep, he's intoxicated, he's sleep, right? It's it's not to be compared to mental health, but even still, the approach of police officers still is wrong. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, you're right. But my, you know, and my thing was this: like, I'm standing over there, like, not even five feet he's away from me and and, and you know all you want to do is just get over there and, and and grab your baby like mama here you know I'm here you know just something but they had the weapons on everybody like I wish somebody would
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: at that time I felt like I was about to hit the ground but no I didn't I, I watched them load him up in the in the in the in the, in the corner's car mm-hmm. and then about two hours later BCI's comes out um bureau of criminal investigation or whatever they supposed to uh police the police mm. let me tell you something about bci and i and i'm making my statement right here bci ain't about nothing they never once caught what one time let me take this back yes they contacted me about two months later and said, oh, Miss Jordan, you know, your son had a cell phone on him, but it's locked. Would you happen to know his, uh uh how to unlock it with, with his code? I said, what? What that got to do with the investigation? What's going right. on? And right. he was like, well, we just thought you might have wanted to know who he talked to last. Hmm. What? I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, I don't know that code. Nope, sure don't. And to this day, until that day, they never contacted me again. They never gave me his personal possessions or Who anything. Who's this again? BCR? Yes. Now, is that a Ohio thing? Yes. Okay. Okay. They so that's like y'all's outside, they, so called outside investigation or whatever? Yeah, they investigate the Ohio police when officers involved shootings and stuff, which, mm. you know, is bullshit. I, I mean, right. you know. Right. It, it, it's not right because you know they never did contact me again give me any formal uh, uh report anything I could I didn't even get his personal possessions back let
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. see it is another situation and and um Sabrina we're so so I'm um, sorry for your loss but it's another situation we've heard, heard it over and over again with a mm-hmm. very Who's supposed to de-escalate, right? Yep. They've been trained to de-escalate. They don't want to cause the crises, and then yep. they they go about uh, butchering people because it, they, in their eyes, they had to solve the crises that they created. Created, yep. They created that, and so you know, fast forward for us. Did, did any of those officers involved in that night Did they ever did you did they ever? Get any? Did you hold them a, any accountability and or justice? No, they nothing happened to any of them. You know why? Because of qualified
1: immunity. Mm, 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 mm. And you know the judge, the federal judge, that was over that case. He sounded like, damn. You know, I got to do this again. You know, he was. He sounded a little fed up because he had to say it again. Like you know, you know, because of qualified immunity, you know, they got, they this they were, you know, and it, it was, it was like, I, and believe me, I wasn't in this inspecting, expecting, um, some miraculous type of thing where, cause you know, before, you know, um, it's so weird that like after my son Jamal was killed in 2013, I was in 2014 in this big, long march and movement with John Crawford's, you know, movement, you know, right here, you know, he got killed at the Beaver, uh, Wild Mountain, Beaver Creek. Hmm. So, you know, it was a big movement on that. And I was a part of that. And I remember walking through downtown and I'm like, yeah, I lost a son too, but damn, they don't lost a son because of the police and what he's done. And and never thought that I would... end up in the same movement mm. it's crazy i marched and we 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 you know we were really upset only thing that's upsetting me is because it's like with you got to you when it's national cases nobody's chatting your your child's name when when it's not national mm-hmm. you know so you're a bit disturbed but you feel it for the families, but at the same time, you feel in some type of way, like, hey, my son life mattered
0: too. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, because they want, see, that's another way that they culturally condition us, Sabrina. They want us to believe that it's a one-off, you know. So 20 people get killed by the police, but one person is highlighted to a national level when we know that there are hundreds, thousands of people. Yes. Are killed by the police. We're we're doing a ticker right now. Is it um seventy two people so far, and this year is not over.
1: Not well. It, what I saw within this year, oh, that have not been killed by police. Coming yeah. total, I think it was total amount of seven hundred. That has been killed for seven hundred and twenty six for the year. Yeah. That has been killed, and it's only been nine days. Only the nine days out of the whole year so far, they have not killed somebody.
2: That's ridiculous. Mm. So imagine if they put each and every one of those 700 plus people on CNN and MSNBC, right. they ain't about to do that. So that's you why, we, so that's why we got to do this. Tell so us about saying, you know, of
0: course, people are going to say,
1: well, oh, they shouldn't kill criminals. No, they shouldn't. That's what we have court for.
0: I yeah, people get that concept,
2: right? right. You are not judge, jury and execution. That's right. They They think they are.
1: Because, they, 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 are. because awesome. they got that 07 qualified immunity to back their asses up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's not, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's not the end all be all. But it will, if if you ended qualified immunity and it was mandatory insurances on these cops and stuff, they'll think twice. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: They'll think twice before they pull that gun.
2: But but we but, know.
1: Uh, but Sabrina, I think too. Uh, just real thought, I think part the part of Barbara's need with community is that it's not even a law; it's a doctrine. Right. And how can they say to us that if our constitutional rights they if we really had constitutional rights and the Constitution it says that no document to be able to bridge what has to go to the Constitution. So mm-hmm. how do y'all been let the Black community a doctrine? become president of the Constitution. And then we got to justify why we got to have constitutional rights to beat qualified people. That's the whole double standard. And it's like, we really following the stupid shit. And people really, and like, who gonna question at one point in time, and we'll say, okay, hey, this one, makes this an period. how do we stop this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like, for one, the Constitution was not meant for Black and brown people of color. It right. was set the way they wanted it to be set, okay. period, you know, this is, I mean, look, we, white folks from back in the 1800s, they played chess, okay, they were keeping the, their, 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 um, they had planned on, they, they play for, they play chess for, uh, all their families, their sons, their daughters, their grandkids, their great-grandkids, you know, they don't, that's what they play for. We all, we, we, we pretty much just living by day by day, month by month, trying to play, Uh you know, little checkers or whatever, but they set up stuff. They set up stuff for, oh my God, they set up stuff for their, just from, from then until right now. And right. now we're, we're sitting here talking about, oh, the, the, the constitution ain't right. Uh, we, we, you know, the system is all fucked up. Not for them because it wasn't for us. Right. So now we need to get them people into office and we're real good on that. Trying to get, you know, people in office, you know, especially directly impacted families. Mm-hmm. They, you know, that they're the ones that got to say, they know what needs to be done. You know, like here in Ohio, like um Adrienne Hood is in Columbus and uh-huh. she's running for councilwoman. We mm-hmm. got another person on our thing, uh, our board, um, Emily Coe's running for Hilliard. We're waiting, Tanya, Tanya, Tanya Um Hudson and Tana Wiley, they plan on making doing some making some runs for offices. See, that's where we're gonna make changes at. That's right.
2: Good, good. Tell us a little bit about the organization that you um, have founded, Sabrina.
1: Um, well, Ohio Families United Against Police Brutality. Um, I founded it in 2018, February of 2018. My goal then was to get out there and network with other directly impacted families. I, want, I felt like, okay, we could make a difference if we all together You know, we walking up in these state houses and raising hell and letting them know like enough is enough. Well, I came across uh, these directly impacted families like in Cincinnati, uh, Columbus, Cleveland, um, Akron, I mean, just all different type of cities in Ohio. So we all got together and then finally, sooner or later, we was like, you know what? I want you on the board, you on the board. Let, let's do this. You know, and at that time, believe me, nobody was trying to fund anything against police brutality. Right. So we were coming out the pockets. You know, we 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 not um suburban people. We we live paycheck to paycheck, but we knew how important it was, you know, it was just me, Adrian Hood, Tanya Hudson. China Wiley, Carla Carey, uh, Antonisha O'Neill, Alicia Kirkman, Brenda Bickerstaff. You know, I mean, we were all just like in it to, in it. We, we, you know, some people, let me get, you. let me, I've learned through the years, everybody agrees different. Mm-hmm. You cannot push some people because they cannot do that. They can't take it. They're already at the edge. Don't push them over. You know, cause I, I, I've seen it, you know, and we have to just make sure we keep uplifting they loved ones names,
2: you know, what are some of the things that your organization have been able to do, um, effectively to, um, against police brutality in the state of Ohio? Okay. Well, we started, like we've been
1: doing the black parties on education and this, that and the other On election year, like last year we did six of them around ohio um, you know we had we were out there you know have having other organizations and come and sharing their resources we was letting them know about the candidates and you know um, as far as uh, what what is qualified immunity you know whatever they you know we could just whatever knowledge we can get in them to say hey you want to be a part of this? You don't have to be a rocket science to be a part of this. You know, if you, you don't lost one or you're afraid of losing one, I've had people come tell me, I have a couple of black sons. And, and this was like, she was running for office at the time. And I had asked her that question. I said, what is your stance on police brutality? She said, are you kidding me? She said, I have two black sons. She was like, I'm scared to death every time they leave the house and jump in the car. You know, and I'm like, okay, here's one I'm really feeling right here. You know, Um, so then we finally in um, 2021, we founded OFU PAC, which is Ohio Families Unite for Political Action and Change. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, that was a big game changer. No, Sabana, real fast home. When you say pack, are you meaning like pack as far as like an actual political pack, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I want people to understand, y'all. and uh, we're gonna also we're gonna try to elaborate, not on this episode, but later on. Um, when you get into terms like pack, she not talking about your homeboy or you know, like gang gang. She ain't talking about that. Mm-hmm. We're talking right. about actual political pack. Mm-hmm. and these are the terms we got to become familiar with um we talk we talk about voting and stuff like that it goes way beyond just voting and as you mentioned earlier the white folks I think, people set up already it comes not just with the housing and funding and stuff like that when it comes to being educated on the political side as far as how to move forward or whatnot we as a community have to do a better job because we only go there and vote when we got a black president but when the person I saw as locals and whatnot, we don't know what to do. So as far as a PAC, somebody, can you kind of elaborate about what the PAC actually uh, has the ability of doing? Because we want the power to endorse, mm-hmm. you know, endorse these candidates and put out there what their failures are. Because, mm-hmm. see, we it's, it's been too long. We've been too comfortable in allowing these politicians to be comfortable in their seats and not That's do right. a damn thing. That's mm-hmm. right. So mm-hmm. we have to hold them accountable, put them out there in center, let them know, like, okay, he's been in here two years, four years, and this is what he's done. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, he's mm-hmm. given an award to a couple of people. Oh, well, these people would not take meetings with us. Yeah. You know, we're, we're putting all of that out there. Like, you know, come on now. You don't want to take a meeting with me? But hmm. you, you know, come on. what, What is that about? That's your, re- that's your responsibility.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, you can't listen to us. So we, we can tell you what y'all doing wrong. If you're going to speak, we, we are allowing you to speak for us. Yes. And if you're not speaking for us, you got to go and we so everything and we got and we got when we got to do everything in our power to get you out but one thing yeah. we got to get them old cynical ass hating ass old ass white folks up out of there period because right. they feel with hatred for us
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. period you know it's no other way to say it That's you right. know period and I, i'm so disgusted ohio let me tell you Soon, like when i say you do two steps up and five steps back it's crazy they're using this law called marcy's law marcy's law yeah about about protecting the cop right and let him play victim some bullshit like that how are you a victim you you just you just killed somebody Mm -hmm. but oh you a victim Mm-hmm. See how every they 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 just bring stuff constantly, and we got to try to sort it out and you know work it out. But I just get so disgusted sometimes, and I'm sure y'all do too. We all get disgusted because you see people and they out there, like I said, living their best life, and we out here down there trying to stop from having strokes and heart attacks because we so you know I mean uh-huh. build up with all type of uh. Fear and anger and a depression, you know, and we still can't get them people to look and say, you know what, we want to come and do something,
2: mm-hmm. you know.
1: And what gets me too is we have
2: more white supporters than we do our own. Mm-hmm. 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 Because, and that, not that I'm making excuses, but seeing so many of us have been culturally conditioned to believe that, for example, we can't do nothing we can't do nothing. It ain't going to make a difference. Our vote don't matter. Yeah,
1: I come across that all the time.
2: I'm and then I have to be good. like, I have to tell them, I'll be like, come here,
1: come here, come here baby, come here. Let me mm-hmm. me highlight you. Mm-hmm. Be like, you know what, it'll never matter as long as you don't try.
2: Right.
1: As long as you don't try, it never matter. You know, and I hate to hear that. I remember I used to go to the polls with my granny, my granny when I was a little kid, because she was going to them polls because How many people we don't lost because we for us to get the right to vote? She wasn't playing. She wasn't playing, you know? And I think we need to go back old school, start taking our kids. I took my grandkids with me when I just voted not too long ago. Like, shoot, this is what
2: you need to do. And, and, And while we're on this, Sabrina, tell us why voting is such an important part of this movement. How else you gonna get things done? right i mean seriously
1: you don't it don't always work out the first time or maybe the second time when you vote that person you voted for it might not happen they still gonna be in office or something because we didn't get enough people you know to come and vote on that same issue but it's gonna happen sooner or later if you just keep trying and keep educating other folks like look come on brothers and sisters and Um, aunties and uncles, go go, come and go vote for me. Nothing is going to change unless we get them votes in. And I know a lot of people don't feel that way. You're you're tired and you just, you know, feel like it doesn't make a difference, but it does. And we got this right before. Look, they're trying to take that right away from us. Mm -hmm. So please just, you know, stand up. And I mean, look, you Google these, People trying to get into office, do your homework on them. Your
2: homework. And if your vote didn't matter so much, why were so so many people trying to suppress our vote, or gerrymander us out of a vote, or just exactly. it's just straight up punk us out of our vote, right? If it didn't matter. That's it, right
1: there.
2: And exactly. So tell us a little bit about some of the things that your um your PAC has been able to affect it change the ways you've been able to affect change in Ohio because we've about action supreme so we like to hear about the action
1: (laughs) okay so on our c4 part we got heavily involved in because they were trying to take our rights away to protest so we had a lot of people that came in and did testimony at the state house and what have you so um that didn't happen Mm. and then our recent ones were and uh you know they were trying to lower the age to 18 from 21 to become a police officer we thought oh my god are you kidding me you know they fresh out of high school don't been bullied they ready to they ready to pop off. right you know come on so we got that thrown out the budget though that got the governor's budget and then they turned around and um um came with cop city they were trying to introduce cop city in ohio and we, oh my God, we were really disturbed. Like, oh my God, you know. So we did a little protest rally thing down at the state house. Blah blah blah. Talked to uh, plenty of uh, reporters. This that and the other. And had to say, thank God that that got thrown out the governor's budget as well. But they keep trying to sneak it back in some type of other way. So we have to keep watch on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they're always finding ways. Look what they did with um with the with the uh um uh shoot, I'm sorry, with um the victims uh You know, it they yeah. now they want to use it for police. How are you, yeah, how totally you right. can somebody explain to me maybe maybe I'm not seeing it? How is it that a police officer or a peace officer because is victims. a victim? Yeah.
2: When they kill somebody, when they oh my god, come on, come oh, on, come on, and so the fight continues, right? Always, always, and so you know you were you were saying about how um, people play chess, and we are trying to play checkers, but let's be real, we're trying to survive. It's <laughs> a right. A lot of us are in survival mode so much that we can't get to the place where we're even looking past. Uh, you know, our children, right? I like that. Children's children, our children's children's children, right? And so what we are in the process of doing, Sabrina, and I know people in Ohio are doing the same, is developing a system to fight this unjust system that we find
0: uh,
2: trying to survive every day.
1: Exactly.
2: Mm -hmm. uh, Do you have any upcoming actions, anything going on in Ohio that you would like for uh, all of us to be aware of?
1: Yeah, we have like the national O2 Day that's coming up October the 22nd that we're going to be outside the State House, and we're organizing right now about all the art and everything, how we want it to be set up. And we plan on having right now since the year 20, uh, since the year 2000 it's been 1,095 people killed in Ohio by police officers. So wow. we, we, we plan on getting a whole lot of shoes, trying to get that many shoes and be able to put, you know, that names on them. This is men, women, kids, all that, you know. So, you know, we're really trying to, you know, let people understand what we're feeling here. Like, look, one of these pair of shoes could have been your son or daughter or husband or wife and this, that, and the other. So yeah, we plan on really tying that in together. Um I really wasn't trying to do 20 uh 022 at first because October is a really bad month for me because my middle son was killed in 2013, October 15th, and then my baby son was October the 20th, you know, in 2017. By the police, so I was feeling like I wasn't gonna be able to do that. But it's weird because that's 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 Jamal and Marco right there, <laughs>
0: um, you
1: know, you know, and I love that. And um, you know, I said no, I don't know if I'm gonna have that type of energy, but I I I'm, I'm I got I got that energy, I got that energy, and I want people to been, see. It. It. Let me ask a question real fast too before you have a period because I, I, it comes across like I said. Being that you got two sons, you have two sons here, one by community violence, one by police violence. Do you ever feel the tension or feel that um, cloud of separation in the community when it comes to the suit? No, because like after Jamal was killed in 2013 by, you know, community violence, um, I was already boom, jumped in. I, you know, I had a... um, A pastor named Reverend McCory that took him and his family, took me and my family in and we joined um, the Adam Project, which was a reentry program. And by that being said, it's because my uh, middle son had just got out of prison maybe six months before he was killed and he couldn't even get a job, you know, dumping fries at McDonald's. He was feeling real bad. You know, I had custody of his sons and, you know, kids, you know, like, daddy, can you get me this? Dad, 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 And I used to ask him all the time, please, please just stay home and make memories with your kids, baby. You know, I got you. You know, he like, mama, I can't just sit around and wait for you to get paid and come and give me a cup. But, you know, his, his whole self-esteem was at a bottom low, you know, and I saw it, I saw it like, oh my God. So you know he got killed so i started working for a reentry program where their their percentage was like 99% of everybody came out of that program was getting a job you know and they i i watched how their self esteem went up you know so i did that for years until um and, and and the name of my uh organization then was called breaking the cycle and then when that happened to my youngest son jamarco you know I just jumped straight into it, you know? Well, I guess guess I'm not saying, not not saying like you personally, what I'm saying more so, do you see in the community, there's separation between the two? Between gun violence and police brutality? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. But lately it's, I've noticed like, different organizations, it's all about police brutality, different organizations about gun violence in the beginning. Because people it was just strictly about gun violence. they needed the police to, they needed to connect with the police to solve their cases mm-hmm. of their loved ones. Mm-hmm. and they didn't want to go against you know against that. Mm-hmm. But lately within the last maybe six months to 12 months, we all have been kind of connecting together for each other, you know, um, just like my uh, my brother in the movement, Dion Green, you know, he's all about gun violence. You know, he was, his father was killed down in the Oregon district here in Dayton at the mass shooting, you know, and he held his father in his arms, you know. So he's been all over, you know, the Washington and the White House and all that type of stuff. So he's doing a lot of stuff to about gun violence. Every time it's a mass shooting, he's on the road running off to that, you know, to help them families, you know. So he helps me with the gun violence part, you know, and then I have my family also with the police brutality. And then for you know it, we all just kind of came together. Like, you know, I'm on your board, you're on my board, you know, and, you know, we can we can keep things going. I mean, same thing for correction officers, you know. So it's all kind of, Coming together, but slowly because we're so divided. Yeah. We are so divided. Can you imagine how powerful we could be? We all just came together.
2: Apart, right there. And the thing is that all of these things, whether it's gun violence or police sponsored violence, is all Mm -hmm. impacting our community. Our community. Right. And so we have a (laughs) right as citizens of the United States of America, which the Constitution does apply to us because we are citizens, we have a right to demand safety in our neighborhoods.
1: Yeah. Sponsored or otherwise, right? Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, this
1: is hard work. You know, people don't understand this work we're doing and how hard it is and stressful. It's stressful. It is. They just don't know. And ours is gone. Mm-hmm. And we're still out here in 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 boots in to the ground trying to save other people's lives.
2: Right, that's right. It's hard work, but I do believe. And somebody told me once that um, Creator gives his toughest assignments to his toughest soldiers.
1: Mm-hmm. I've heard that too. That's
2: right. Yeah.
1: But,
0: I'm tired
2: to be, I'm but, to be, but but sometimes you gotta think that I'm tough like you it's want me to be, you know. Probably. Like <laughs> I do not be that no more. But <laughs> until, until that such time, we are gonna keep uh-huh. being soldiers until such time that we change these systems that make it, uh, you know, not safe for our children. because yeah. that's what it that's what it is. It's a system. It's more than one system, and so uh. We thank you for coming on tonight, Sabrina.
1: I, I appreciate y'all so much and for inviting me because you know I used to be up at night always worried about my sons. Now I'm worried about my grandsons, you know, because now they're teenagers and stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, it's, it's all over again. So yeah, I'm definitely, I'm still here and I'm gonna keep fighting.
2: That's right. Yeah. I'm gonna keep fighting with you, so. We appreciate some, you. You're some tough soldiers. Um, uh, look, before we go, Toy, you had a couple of things that you want to mention.
1: Yes, you guys. Before we wrap up with my dog, she's freaking out. It's just thundering outside. Before we wrap up, I want to mention uh, two things. Uh, please do not forget to visit our website at uh, www.lifeaftertheimpact.org. The latest updates. As far as um, resources, the page is solely is building. So again, I'm going to say that every single week, we don't have all the answers, but we are trying to find the answers. Um, Again, you can find past episodes that we have aired. um, I think, I I don't want to lie, we're in our 30th something episode right now. I'm not sure the exact number that we're in right now, but all those episodes are on there as well. Resources about as far as uh, statute limitations, our constitutional rights, and that over time, this site uh, is gonna build up. Uh, the page she's on right now is gonna also have the call to action. We're gonna try to have that updated as us, updated as possible as far as what you can do to get involved uh, fighting for justice. Uh, if you know somebody who they need to have a call of action put on here as well, please contact us. There's a contact button on there as well You can fill out. We'll make sure we add to the call of action as well. Um, so like I said again, so please visit our website. And y'all, as she said, we work, I work, Roxanne works, you know what I'm saying? We're not trying to be out here begging as far as like paying our bills, but it takes money for families to get attorneys, right? There is a button on the, the domain. Families oftentimes do not fight for justice because when they feel like, oh, the bank prompts are not getting them, they're like, well, dad, no one wants to take my case. Uh, It's expensive. I'm going to tell y'all, it is expensive to fight for justice. It's not cheap. So you see the GoFundMe's out there and you see people are are, are doing it for legal things and whatnot. It's a real thing, you guys, because families out here want to fight for justice. Keep in mind, y'all got to always remember this too. When you see cases out here and they're taking settlements, remember those cases are not on the books to set precedence for the families that's behind them. And until we fix the system, it's gonna alter the family somewhere that's behind them. So settlements don't help us out. It gets money in that person's pocket. That's cool. But as far as who's getting killed and it being something as far as case law is concerned, look it up. Case law has to get established, it's getting changed. We talk about qualified immunity. They want to be qualified in the end, you have to establish case law. We can't establish case law to keep throwing down the books, right? So it's an ongoing cycle. So we're going to also have other episodes as well as far as, um, because we're very interested in about the PAC. So Sabrina, might have you back on here again, because we want to know about the PAC. Um People have to understand that utilizing the tools in your toolbox, those be outside of this protest, and a pack is establishing a political party that you guys, well, I guess you say it's a party in a sense. Committee. Thank you. As you can establish to hold people accountable um, as far as your rights are concerned. So we are got to go more into detail of that. Um, And then last, um, I do want to pay respects to Jalen McKenzie. Um, I saw on the news right before we uh, we aired the episode that the police had um, released the footage about Jalen's death. Please, please reach out to his mother, Ashley Ashley McKenzie, and give her some love as well, you guys. Um, It's a sensitive time right now. She's still breathing
2: as well, but I wanted to honor Jalen as well tonight. Justice for Jalen. Yes, justice for Jalen. And um, this has been Life After the Impact. Stay, Stay alert, family, and stay vigilant in changing the system so that we can get accountability and justice. Until next time, see ya. Good night.
0: Everybody is getting the, the scripted narrative. I feared for my life. Y'all need to stop that lie. That is for the sure. biggest lie. You did not fear for your life. How do you think our loved ones felt seeing a barrel, a gun barrel in their face yeah. or sent a center mask on their chest? You don't think they feared for their life mm-hmm. and wonder, what did I do? Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. I do? You know? You so, so you need to stop that false narrative of I fear for my life because you had all the firepower around your waist, right. the guns, the handcuffs, the mace, everything. So how are you going to fear for your life? And then you've got a gun pointed at you know, our children. That's yeah. right. That's, so right. That, that's that's a lie. You need to stop that lie. Bad. Yeah, cause, and um, tell the truth. Tell the, tell truth. the truth. Tell you the know? truth. Tell the truth. And my thing really, I'ma tell y'all um what the number one thing that I would love to see happen is for them to abolish qualified immunity.
2: Yes. Stop protecting yes.
0: these police officers. That's right. Stop that's protecting right. these police officers. That's right. If we can right. get that abolish that qualified immunity, then stop they are all of our families. That's right. Would we'll be Absolutely. able to receive that justice and get that accountability. That we Oh. I-